Welcome to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast where seeing things differently inspires limitless possibilities. The Limitless podcast was created in order to inform, educate, entertain, and share stories from within the blind and partially sighted community that show that the opportunities for those who are blind or partially sighted are truly limitless. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce you to your host, the founder of Blind Beginnings, Sean Marcelet. Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. I'm your host, Sean Marcelet. Thank you for joining us again this week. Today, we're talking about describing images, probably mainly on social media, but maybe in other places. And obviously, this is something that's important when you can't see. So joining me today for this discussion, uh, returning to the podcast, Clement, Nika, and Jill. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. So why don't you guys remind our listeners who you are, um, just sort of your level of vision, and also, do you care about whether images are described? I'm curious. Um, Okay, so I'm Jill. Um, I have retinopathy prematurity, so I'm totally blind uh, as of 10 years ago. Um, And for me, because I could see, as I was low vision before, I could see quite a bit I always joke that I'm a very visual blind person, um, which is true. So like, it, photos, like, any kind of description of anything, I'm like, I want it, I need it, like, tell me all about it. So yeah, I think like photo descriptions are really important to me for that sense. Mm-hmm. I'm Clement, and uh, I'm totally blind from birth. And I actually am in a similar boat to Jill, although I wasn't, <clears throat> I wasn't ever uh, sighted or could ever see but I still care a lot about the details um, just because I find it's helpful, not only in terms of practically, but it also helps with starting conversations with people, um, especially on social media. Um, if something is detailed enough, I can comment on it. And if something isn't detailed enough, it gives me a good kind of gateway to ask what the photo is and if someone can elaborate more. So it opens up a lot of room for dialogue. Ooh, do you do that? Do you ask- I do, yes. Okay, that interesting. Yes. I think uh, because sometimes Facebook will give you kind of an approximation. It'll say it may it might be an image of a dog, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's the the caption sounds cute. What kind of dog is it? You right. know, that kind of thing." Okay. Um, especially if my friend has just gotten one or something, and I didn't know, mm. uh, it's a great way to start that conversation too. Nice. Okay. I'm Mika, and I actually have partial vision, so most of my vision is in my left eye, and because of this, I always have been really interested in visual things and i've mentioned before on other podcasts i'm really into beauty and fashion so i do appreciate getting descriptions and a lot of what i look up on social media on facebook and instagram is outfit inspirations i also just love getting descriptions of things in my daily life so when i meet people and when they tell me like they have a tattoo i always want to know about all the body art i love when I go to someone's house for the first time, asking if they can describe some of the decor and show it to me. I love, like even at the gala, when I would meet people at the Blind Beginnings Gala, I loved getting descriptions of everyone's outfit. So that's kind of my whole thing with things that are visual. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I, I definitely appreciate description too, but I think the biggest thing is I feel left out when there's photos that aren't described. So like, especially 
if it has a lot of likes or I don't know, I just, I, I don't, I want to know, I want to know what's going on, especially, you know, social media, friends, people I care about, if they're sharing things on Facebook, I want to know, what are you sharing? What happened? <laughs> what's this thing everyone gets to know about that I don't. So for me, like, I appreciate the description, but I also just want to be included. I think it's especially important, like nowadays, so much of social media is focused on pictures. Instagram is basically only pictures and videos. And even Facebook and Twitter are like kind of moving in that direction of being more for pictures rather than just writing. Yeah, I didn't, I don't even have Instagram because I figured I would just feel left out the whole time. <laughs> so I find like, just a mention of like Nico, when you said like, especially on Instagram with photos and videos, I find videos so much more annoying because like, okay, cool. We can find the play pause button, but it's just music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's no like. And I think it's a lot harder for people to try and describe videos than photos. At least with social media, there's um, like there's alt text now. So like a lot of the social media, like algo I can't say that word, algorithms um, kind of have, alt they, they try to do alt text, even though sometimes it's awful and not at all accurate. They still, it's still, it's kind of embedded in the software, whereas videos, it's not at all. And I just like, oh, here's a video of someone making this recipe. Cool. Let's, let's check it out. And then it's just all music. I'm like, well, that was a waste of the last two <laughs> minutes of my life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sometimes you think it's an ad and yeah. I, at least I do. I'm like, okay, I'll wait this out because there's a video <laughs> coming. But then I realized, <laughs> no, no, this is the video. So, well, oh, I find that so frustrating. TikTok, like everyone uses Ugh. TikTok for like plants, uh, how to like grow house plants, how to do different recipes, makeup tutorials, hacks. And I try looking it up and all of the popular videos just have like the person doing it with the music over top. So I don't really know a lot of the latest TikTok trends unless people actually make in-depth videos on YouTube trying them out where they actually explain verbally what they're doing. Okay, so let's talk about how much description we like because Nika, it sounds like you want paragraphs. Um <laughs> Oh, yes. I want a double-sided um, two-page essay with all the citations <laughs> and a bibliography. Right. <laughs> On every photo. Uh, I suspect, Clement, you wouldn't want that much. Just a hunch. So I... There, there, there is a reason. So I, that's... You're, you're half right. I wouldn't want paragraph on paragraph on paragraph. Um, I would like a detailed sentence. Like uh, Jill's photo description from today was something about <laughs> Kiki sitting on a chair on the patio and the door was open. You know, that that is the amount of conversation I would, or conversation, description that works, I find, for me. Because mm -hmm. the whole point of a photo is for it not to take up all of your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is part of the beauty of photos is you can just kind of scroll and scroll and scroll, which is also a problem, but yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, I don't spend all my day on, you know, Facebook and Instagram, but um, you know, that that's the benefit of a quick description versus a long one is with a long one, you can have to sit there and take it all in. Mm. Um, so that's one reason I prefer shorter descriptions, but I also find I find much more engagement, again, in dialogue. So if it's a short description that gives me enough information, I can choose to either scroll if I have, if I feel like it's enough, 
Or if I want to know more, I can comment and ask a question. Um, so I would say I'm kind of on the shorter end of things, but still probably more detailed than a plate of food, mm. you know, uh, or I'm sitting, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting at a table with my meal in front of me, you know, okay. that kind of, okay, cool. Yeah. But, I tend to be very brief in my description, just enough yeah. to let people know what it's a photo of. So I'll say a picture yeah. of me dressed up for the gala, but I won't like describe my outfit or anything yeah. about the photo. Yeah. Um, because maybe that wouldn't be enough for Nika, I suspect. <laughs> no, but it would be enough for me because then I would comment and ask you, Hey, Sean, what is just, you know, because yeah. I know what the theme of the gala is. What's your outfit. Right. See, and I'm somewhere in the middle where like, I don't want to have to go and comment to get more info. Mm. Um, unless it's like something really specific, uh, like a book and like, Oh, cool. Tell me about this book. Like, what's the synopsis? Like that kind of thing. But like, so if, Sean, like your example of the photo with the, um, from the gala, I would like, I, I, how you said like a photo of me at the gala and then it'd be like wearing a blah, blah, blah dress. Right. Right. Like wearing a blue and orange dress or whatever it is. Like, I don't care so much about like, you know, it's like a, like a V-neck strapless floor length. Like I don't care right. as much about yeah. that, but I like a little bit of like the color um, and like, yeah that kind of thing so i'm kind of yeah i don't know, i feel like i'm in between i, I have bits and pieces Probably. of all three of your descriptions mm -hmm. well because like even the photo i posted today of kiki um she was like sitting on a chair on the balcony with a basket of like flowers hanging on the railing beside her and like that's all i said i didn't go into like you know it's a black labrador retriever sitting yeah. on a black and, lawn chair with purple and that, that was flowers. a that was a perfect yeah. description for me that got it mm -hmm. well, because i also know what kind of dog kiki is but <laughs> i would also be very comfortable with asking yeah if i didn't I, yeah it's, it's funny as you're saying that jill because i want to know more too i want to know mm -hmm. more yeah. than i provide but i guess i'm yeah. like the majority <laughs> of my friends aren't blind like for me if someone posts like like the dress I was wearing to the gala, I would describe it as image of me wearing a black and tan dress. But then in reality, like I was wearing a dress that was black on the top, different shades of tan on the skirt, and then it had like rhinestones all around the neckline. But I don't want to write an awkward description and I want it to be succinct. So even though oh. like, if someone posted a picture of themselves wearing that dress, putting the description that I would write, I'd be annoyed because I want to know the details, <laughs> yet I only would put that description. Yeah. yeah. It's like a bit of, so like a, bit of a weird double but, standard. But if you think about it, though, like, because we're all using screen readers, and, like, the the more text the screen reader has to read, the more, like, clunky and annoying it is because even sometimes it'll, like, like do this weird pause in the middle of a sentence or something. And I just, like, the longer the description is the more annoying it is with a screen reader, I find. Yeah. But I also j tend to find screen readers annoying overall. But, like, that's me. Um, and, and it again, it takes more time, yeah. you know, to, to kind of stare at one photo. Like, you know, that, that would be the equivalent of somebody spending, you know, like a minute staring at one photo. Mm -hmm. Right? As opposed to people who just, you know, if, if you can see, you just scroll and scroll and scroll. It's like, ooh, I, saw, I just saw 10 photos in the past, you know, 20 seconds. Yeah. Right? Well, and a big pet peeve of mine is like um you know there's a lot, like a lot of people in the blind or visually impaired community like don't do descriptions on their photos and it yeah. drives Guilty. me nuts mm, sorry. <laughs> okay i'm gonna say 
majority of people in the blind slash partially sighted community in some form or other want a description of whatever that photo or video is but when they don't do it themselves it's like okay well that's annoying because like you complain about that and then you don't go do it like what is that yeah um and i like there's like, some people they're like well i just like i don't know like what it is and like well then you have to know what the photo is if you're posting it like it's not like you don't know what's you're yeah, posting I've, I've, met, I've met people like that and it's really funny to me because i'm yeah. like how do you know if you don't post something embarrassing like that's... Well, they're like i like i don't they're like i really want like a nice kind of fancy description description and like most people just want the basics of the photo you're the one overthinking well yeah and like you're overthinking this description like simple and to the point yeah like yeah that's fun it's so funny that way <laughs> So how let's talk about this because I don't actually know how to properly describe a photo. I just write in like when I post it, I just write photo mm. of me. Da, 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 da. Right. But I don't there's like what is alt text? How do you do it? How do you officially describe your photos? Um, so alt text is we we typically talk about it on social media, but if if anybody who's listening is a web developer and knows stuff about that all text is actually part of uh something that can be part of all websites uh because it's part of html it's part of what people use while building their web pages so if you are designing a website uh that's going to be heavy on images uh alt text is also something that can be used uh to improve accessibility and it's actually part of the uh there's an acronym i can't remember what it is but the web accessibility guidelines that are floating around. Uh, so all text, although we're talking about it in the context of social media today, is actually something that uh, people who are developing websites and stuff like that should also pay attention to. I was actually gonna go there because <laughs> like logos, graphics, yes. all that kind of stuff. Yes. Like um, the photos on Blind Beginnings website are, are described, the logo is yep. described. So, Ooh. you know, blindbeginnings.ca, check it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want to see. Fun, right? <laughs> yeah, that for sure. So, that was yeah. so smoothly done. Right? Funny. <laughs> and teamwork. See, great, great minds, great minds think alike. We're also recording so... this on Global Accessibility Day. So, oh. you know, this this is one of the ways that people can really be more accessible is to really look into mm. how to do this. So, Jill, that was great. let's yeah. just start with social media. How do we describe our photos? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to start with, I, well, okay, to be fair, I really know how to do it on Facebook and Instagram which I guess is a pretty decent start. That's a start. good start. Yeah. <laughs> um, Facebook more than, is more than the rest of us. Yeah, fair. So Facebook is overall easier for all text than Instagram is. Not sure why, because given Instagram is mostly photos. Um, but when you're like making a post on Facebook and you're uploading a photo, um, if you scroll to like kind of right below the photo, there's either an edit or a more button. And when you click on it, it gives you like it'll give you the info of the photo um like caption description alt text and then there's a spot you can click on the alt text and then um it'll say like edit alt text um and then i forget how many character it's weird sometimes it tells you like the character limit 200 but like characters but you can go over that so it's weird um but you want to make sure and delete whatever the facebook algorithm put in for the alt text or else you're gonna oh. have like a weirdly doubled alt text that's confusing so you want to make sure and like, delete the whole like it'll give you kind of a text box for alt text and then just delete everything that's in there and then just write out whatever you want so like again the photo with kiki it, it like the facebook alt text originally said 
um, a black dog sitting on a black chair beside a white wall. Um, good to know my wall is white. Didn't know that. But um, I like change it to, you know, because everybody on my social media knows Kiki. So I just said Kiki sitting on a chair beside a basket of hanging flowers or whatever I said. Um, right. So and then you could just like there's a done button and then um, you hit back and then it brings you back to like the main, um, I guess, body of like the post you're working on. And then when you like hit upload, um, it'll just save the alt text automatically. Um, and then when you go to the photo, like that post again, it'll instantly say, like instead of whatever the Facebook alt text was, it'll say whatever you wrote. Um, so it's a little bit confusing, but it's a lot easier than it sounds, to be honest. Um, so, so alt text is one of the options where where you would find caption. Yeah. It okay. kind of gives you like, it says a like caption, all text. And then it says, sometimes it says description, okay. but they're all like basically the same thing. Caption, I kind of, I'm a little blurry, no pun intended, on um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> on what caption and like what the difference is. Um, yeah, I yeah. suppose you could write it there too. But Yeah, I think you could. But caption the... is almost like, yeah, Clement, do you know the difference? Yeah, so the caption is the status message that you put above the photo. Mm -hmm. uh, the alt text is only viewable by a screen reader. So some, if you put right. alt text there, sighted right. people will not be able to see it. That's oh. right. I forgot. I always forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so that's the whole point of alt text. Um, so when we when I was talking about it for web development and stuff, that's part of it as well. Is the alt text is only there. And it's only going to be read if you're reading with a screen reader, unless you can right. get access to the web page. Okay. Uh, My mind level. is blown because <laughs> I forgot about that detail. This is probably like that's really unfortunate. Like I get it, I get why it works that way, but it's unfortunate because that means sighted people are never seeing the alt text. So then yes. they're not yeah. learning that they need yes. to do it by yes. seeing other people doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's <sighs> a very good point. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think on Twitter, someone told me you can see it because I remember there was like this whole uproar about how people were using alt text to like have funny messages hidden right. in the pictures and like a lot of disabled advocates were frustrated that it was being misused oh. when it's supposed to be a tool for inclusivity. Yeah, really? we'll to, I remember that too, Nika. I remember that. We'll happening. have to we'll have to do some research into that, but for anybody who's listening um at the don't moment <laughs> yeah don't do that and it's either non-visual or it's kind of hidden away in the photo somewhere as opposed to a caption which is right above it and it's the one that's very obvious for everyone to see well right. and that's the funny thing with instagram because like what nika said before where it's as far as i know all photos and videos to do alt text for a photo on instagram is a kind of annoying workaround you can't actually edit the alt text on instagram like on the post while you're making it unlike facebook you actually have to like um like upload the photo do the caption like upload your post and then you go have to go back into your post click on the photo and then you have like kind of swipe down to edit and then alt text and then it lets you change the alt text but it's really stupid that it doesn't let you do it while you're creating the post which i think is really dumb so mm -hmm. it's like making you have to do a whole like you know extra five extra step. steps yeah yeah it's definitely doable it's just it's definitely a bit more annoying on instagram because you have to go out like you have to like upload the post and then go back into it and edit it so it's kind of dumb right. doable but dumb <laughs> yeah. so 
I guess, um, you know, if, if we haven't convinced people to do this, uh, well, hopefully we have, and everyone's going to start <laughs> describing their photos now. That'd be fantastic. I mean, I guess even just starting with like less, any, any description would be fantastic compared to none. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even if it is like really short, like mine, the fact that social on social media, there is already some alt text that Facebook comes up with or Instagram. Does that, is it the same on Instagram too? Can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. So like, it'll say, um, may contain food <laughs> not may contain. yes <laughs> what does it say i can't remember like it's assumed so maybe an, maybe an image of maybe, maybe an image of food or maybe an image of maybe a dog or, or maybe an yeah. image of nature or something yeah. like that so mm-hmm. we kind of get this like gist of what it might be but it's often incorrect right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i guess if you go to label your to describe your photos you'll you would see that. So for all the sighted mm-hmm. folks out there, if you want to go to the alt text, you'll see what it says before you put in your description. Right. And Twitter actually mm-hmm. has a function. Um, I think you're able to turn it off in settings, which kind of defeats the purpose, but it's basically every time you post on Twitter, a picture or a video, a little reminder will pop up saying, Oh, don't forget to. Add alt text. <gasps> really? Cool. That's yeah. cool. That is cool. It's something that was recently, uh, I think like a year ago or something added because they were trying to make like accessibility initiative. Hmm. So I'm I'm curious, Nico, do you remember going back for a second? You said there was something, there was uproar about image descriptions actually being visible. Do you know if that was on Twitter or if that was somewhere else? Uh, That was Twitter specifically. Okay. So I'm, I'm wondering maybe if the image thing being visible is only on twitter because oh, the alt reminder. text probably yeah. no 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 no. i mean i mean the the fact that images like you could see the alt text visually oh i'm right. wondering oh. was may possibly only on twitter but that's a that's an aside probably well, yeah that was like around the same time when twitter started sending the reminders to people that's when a lot of sighted yeah. people learned about alt text and started yeah. using it mm. yeah because mm-hmm. I I know that in a lot of places alt text is actually not visible, so that's what I was curious about. Yeah. But anyway, that's an aside. So, is there anything else we want to say about describing photos? Um, I actually did just want to add something. Um, so for part of like my master's of publishing program, part of what we were doing is like um, media and like web publishing, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that was we had like an accessibility presentation and stuff like that. Um, so like <laughs> we were broken up into groups for whatever our project was. And like a big thing is like, okay, a big part of that accessible presentation or the accessibility presentation was alt text for um, any photos, whether it was for social media or the websites we created or whatever. Um, and it was so funny to me because like I became really good friends with a lot of my classmates. And they'd all come up to me like, Jill, is this, like, how do we do this? I'm like, you're asking the blind person. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then they're like, is this too much? Is that too little? I'm like, um, like, that is way too much. Take all that out. Like, it was kind of fun to like, you know, have that voice a little bit. And like, this, like to, to have them show an interest. Um, I mean, part of it was our requirement for our project um, and probably having a blind friend a little bit. But um, to see them like actively 
like be interest interested in that and like wanting to do it properly was really fascinating to see mm. and actually um for part of our program we all had to do internships over the summer and a couple of them like their sole job is at this publishing company to do alt text for their book covers and their social oh, media wow. which is fascinating that's very, that's to me very cool. I was so excited to hear that especially because it's a children's um book publisher so like you can imagine like a lot of the illustrations of like the covers or the illustrations within the uh within the book um so when they're posting like something on their website or like social media they're like yeah alt text we're making it happen let's do it like it was so cool to see that's um, great so it's definitely like um, it's nice to know that like a lot of people are learning how to do alt text, even though they're cited and don't need it. They're making it part of like kind of their, I want to say roughly speaking, everyday practice, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it was kind of encouraging to learn about that. Are there standards for describing like, like, did you guys talk about that in your course of like how much to include or how little, or was that kind of just your personal opinion? It was more like my personal opinion, um, but they definitely did like, they kind of went more for a less is more kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and they're like, you know, like, don't be overly detailed. Like, you don't need, like, there's a dog and the dog had like brown eyes that are really big. <laughs> like, whatever their ex- example was, like, they they were pretty, they were erring on the side of like caution and like, don't be too detailed because... And I actually think they did bring up um, a bit of like reading it with this, like having it a screen reader read it can be kind of or, like overwhelming and annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool that they actually understood, like who, I can't remember who was giving the presentation, but the fact that they kind of understood that and explained it as well mm-hmm. was really nice. That's cool. Clement, I have a question about yes. asking questions on people's photos to get more information. Yep. Do you or do any of you, if the photo is not described, do you say, have any of you ever said, oh, what is that a photo of? I'd love to be a part of this. Yeah, all the time, especially when it's it's like another blind person posting Mm. a photo and they don't do like alt text. I'm like, hey, what's your photo of? Right. (laughs) A little sarcastically. The, it's important for context here. Do you mean have I ever asked that question in a passive aggressive intent, <laughs> or just asked because I'm honestly curious? Either, either. Okay. Um. So I I do quite often ask. Um, I I do I kind of wait to directly mention alt text until they've responded to me and told me what that was. Okay. Um. And then my general response to that is that's awesome. I loved it. Uh, next time, if you could think about adding some alt text, that would be awesome. Um, I'm definitely a little more uh, passive aggressive about well, it. <laughs> because, and this is kind of one thing I wanted to say too, is I I understand. For sighted people, I know there are some sighted people who are going to listen to this and go, oh my gosh, there's so much work. And I get it because the yeah. whole point of photos is to not have to write. I mm-hmm. I understand that. Um, I, I don't want to kind of make it sound like you know you guys just have to do this to please us because i i get that we live oh please you, know, you can dictate you don't even have to write come on and, yeah. and to be fair you, when people post a photo they're already posting a little blurb to go along yes with that's okay so that's that's true but i am i i just wanted to mm. be fair 
Um, I Rob. Okay, okay. I mean, we, Rob, Rob can edit that out if you no, and Sean decide to well, start No, no, but, he doesn't have to. You're. It's fine so for you funny. to say that, and it's also fine for people to hear my outrage because <laughs> I think it's one sentence. It's one yeah. sentence. Yeah, but yeah. The, it makes it's, a huge it's one, difference. It's one sentence that you have to take some extra steps to write. Sure. Um, and now I'm not. I'm not saying don't. Ha- I'm not saying you don't have to do it. I was going to okay. say I get it, but. But I just, I just want to challenge you so badly. Like, all of us as blind people, we also want to appreciate those photos as well. Yeah. And, and what about all the text steps? does a tremendous job helping them. You took quite a few steps to pull your camera out, take the photo, post it on social media. <laughs> What's one more step or two to like put a sentence in that you can do? I dictate? love it. So, Sean, you and I are so on board. <laughs> like i get it but also like come on yeah come on we're completely left in the dark if you don't describe your photos completely um and like a lot of people have multiple social medias that they're writing on so it's true like they're writing on facebook writing on twitter so i don't see how adding alt text is also like Mm -hmm. that much of a cumbersome thing to do and to be fair you can connect all your social medias together so when you make a post uh, if you link them all together for example when you make a post on instagram it will also automatically post to facebook twitter right. whatever True. the other ones are if, so you only have to do it once but you're actually posting like multiple different times so yeah if you aren't linked though if you do the alt text on the photo does it stay there no matter where you post it or no do you have- it only no. will do it it'll yeah. only do yeah. it in like that social media platform however yeah. i do believe and everyone and anyone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's a thing in the um, iPhone like photos app where you can actually um, add alt text to the individual photos now. E- I haven't I haven't e- tried yes. it, but I've heard this rumor, and I'm very that's yes. I believe I believe that is a thing uh, that came I, out in iOS a couple of versions ago. I don't know. However, um, though, if you do like, let's say I in my photos app, I like did alt text for Kiki laying on a couch because it's always about Kiki. Um, and then I go to post that photo. Like I don't know if the alt text will stay when I upload it, or you'll right. have to do it again in that social media app. I'm not entirely mm. sure on that part. Um, so Nika, do you ever do the, what's this a, pic, a photo of? I do it actually a lot with um, influencers, especially because they have such a big voice and outreach. And I think if I can educate them about disability, then um, that's kind of one um, bonus so mm-hmm. a lot of times I will comment and sometimes they don't see it because thousands of people comment sometimes a lot of times actually just random strangers will reply to my comment and describe the picture for me and actually one this was on YouTube specifically but I commented on someone's YouTube video because she does like vlogs like video logs but then she'll do like time lapses where there's just music and I can't tell what's happening in the video. So I asked, and I'm like, can you either not do parts of it? Can you either change the way you structure your videos? Or can you put the voiceover over top of the music? And ever since I wrote that, she actually, she liked the comment and replied. And ever since then, there's been fewer kind of music mm-hmm. interludes wow. in her video. And when there is, she did record her voice over top of it cool that's awesome uh-huh. that's really cool that's cool pretty big like youtuber like not the biggest but she's pretty popular so uh. should we give her a shout out 
Yeah, Shannon Rose Vlogs. All right, where to go? Yeah. Way to go, Shannon Rose. Woohoo. <laughs> That's actually really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Um, it's funny because I've never asked somebody, what is this a photo oh. of? Not even my family on WhatsApp. And I think it kind of, you know, boils down to like, I don't like asking for help. I don't want to oh. put people out. I'm getting oh. so outraged, Clement, at you saying, I don't want people <laughs> to have to do this extra step. But yet when it comes to me personally, I don't, I feel like I'm too, it's too much work for them to do this extra step. So, and for, for me, it's like sometimes, you know, like if I wanted to post a photo when I can't remember which one it is, I'll send it to like my mom or a sister or a friend. But then I'm like, okay, like I did it to this person twice already. So, like, I have to change the person so mm. I don't annoy them. Right. Even though, like, they're like more than happy to do it. But, yeah. So, I kind of know what you mean, Sean, with that. Yeah. For, for the record, I wasn't saying I didn't want people to do it. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I'm giving you a hard yeah. time. And I, <laughs> I'm I'm sort of admitting, like, I appre- I understand where you're coming from because personally, yeah. I don't do it. I don't ask yeah. for it. I don't, I will share something on Facebook, like asking, you know, sort of globally, like, hey, this would be helpful <laughs> generically if people did this more, but I won't like call someone out for posting a photo that I can't see. I'll just not know what it is. Okay. And- yeah, no, I, I, I tend to, because again, I, I think it's just, that's, that's one of the best ways to spread awareness mm-hmm. is to ask. Yeah. And then when they've told you what it is, I can tell them if you took this one extra step, then you could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I understand why you might not, I, I understand why you, why you might not want to, but it would be very appreciated if you did. Yeah. And I just get so tired of having to ask. Sure. Yeah, sure. And that's that's fair for a lot of people as well. Yeah, um, not, you know, we we already have to ask for enough extra things. And it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to ask for one more that seems so trivial. And like, yeah. so it's supposed to be like a fun way to unwind. And it can be frustrating when just kind of basic little things aren't fully accessible. Yes. And so mm-hmm. much of social media is photos. So like, yeah. I'm often True. scrolling, 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 yeah. waiting for somebody to have an a, a verbal post, right? Like a, yeah. <laughs> actual words that I can read because it's just image, 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 image. And yes. then yep. like, I just give up. I mean, the, on the bright side, I'm really not addicted to social media. <laughs> I find it, I think most so frustrating it's... when people do like a big, like photo dump post. Yeah. Like here's my vacation to the lake. And they do like 10 right. plus photos. I'm like, okay, like not even going to bother. Keep scrolling. Because I know like, <laughs> you know, cool, you're at the lake, so they're all something to do with the lake. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But I highly doubt you're going to take time to do, even if you know how to, mm-hmm. are you going to take time to describe every... Describe like, each and every one of those photos? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. no, not going to happen. Scrolling on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right? So I think there's like a health, kind of a level of give and take there, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And it's a, it's, a, it's a hard, I think... Yeah, the, the the give and take, I think, is a really good point because, yes, we under, you know, like, again, like we said, we understand why people might not want to because it is more work, but it is more work that is worth it, especially mm-hmm. if you are somebody who is an influencer or whose social media feed might be accessed by, you know, more than a few blind people. Well, uh, it's more work, it. and but it's super appreciated. Yes, and- yeah. it is. It like, is for even sure. Even if you only have one blind friend that follows yep. you, you're yep. 
you're including them by doing this. Yes. Well, like some of the, when we had that like presentation on accessibility um, and alt text and stuff, and then like I go see my friends posting a photo, I'm like, oh my God, you did alt text. You understood what that meant. Like you did yeah. it. Oh my God. And you did it well. I get yeah. so excited and I'll like comment. I'm like, I love your alt text. <laughs> like Totally. Right. Exactly. So it's exciting to see people like actually like realize like, oh, it's a quick little thing. Not a problem. Like, it's probably, and let's, okay, to be real, it's probably a lot faster and easier for them to add alt text than it is for us because they have, you know, for whatever reason, they make it annoying screen reader wise to do it. Like I said right. before, like yeah. with Instagram, it's like multiple steps. For them, it's probably super easy to like click, 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 done. You know what yeah. I mean? But it is so... a, it is the same steps. Um, it's yeah. just faster. I think yeah, that's, what I mean. that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's faster. Yeah, yeah. It's like like when we use the screen reader, we have to like click the button, find the button, double click mm. the button yeah. to select it. So it is slightly slower. Use the router to select. <laughs> oh, I don't know. God, like yeah. I don't know. I guess exactly. I don't know how excited people do these things, but <laughs> it is many steps. I would also yeah. like point out is that putting alt text doesn't just also benefit blind people specifically because not just blind people use screen readers so many people do for different reasons whether it be like they might not be legally blind but their eyes might they might have eye strain they could have reading disabilities so there's so many different purposes mm. so alt text doesn't just benefit one community either that's very true yeah. actually yes yeah, very good, good point, point. Okay, so let's move into this new trend that people are in some spaces describing themselves in introductions and meetings. So I've only encountered this on Zoom, um, although ironically, we're still blind in person, but... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not Shocker. sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why it's just a Zoom thing, That's but um, the presenters or sometimes everybody at the meeting goes around and as part of their name, pronouns, um, where they're coming from, they'll also include uh, a description of themselves, which could be something like, uh, "I have brown hair. I'm a woman in my 40s, and I am wearing a black shirt." So, you know, or more, sometimes people describe the background behind them. So what do you guys think about this? Have you encountered it? And what is your opinion? Is it a I'm, yes or no? <laughs> um, I've only really encountered it, I think, once that I can think of. But to be fair, most of the time that I'm on, at least previous to this internship, most of the time, like, you're right, Sean, I've only ever really witnessed it on Zoom. But mm -hmm. the majority of me being on Zoom, it's either, it's mostly to do with university and classes especially during covid and people were like half asleep and in pajamas so never right. wanted their cameras on right. so like that was never really a thing at least in my experience with like university zoom classes but i've had someone do it once and they were the only person in like the zoom group of i don't know like five or six maybe mm -hmm. so like everyone's like wait are we all supposed to do this there's no like formal like we're all gonna yeah. do it or not do right. it but like they went into like quite specific detail. They're like, I'm wearing this pink shirt with like this blue cardigan and like my hair is like this. I'm like, oh my, I'm not awake enough or like paying enough attention right now for you to even really bother. Like it just, I just want the meeting to move on, like just to happen and mm. then move on with my day. Like to me, I don't know. It just, it feels like it's slowing down, slowing down the whole like mm -hmm. progress of it's the meeting. It's prolonging for yeah, sure. And yeah. And it's like when you, and like you kind of know that everyone just wants to get the meeting on with 
right? right. Like it just like, okay, like it's kind of, I don't know. I just, I don't really see it to be very necessary. Okay. Um, unless I like specifically someone, unless someone mentioned something like for like example with my internship, someone was making a comment about like, oh my God, you're like, your cat's so cute. Like, look at him over there. Like, and then I'm like, oh, it's in the background. Like, what is it doing? That's the only time I'd really care about like what, you know, mm. what's going on in their little, little image box thing. Um, but like during an actual meeting when people are doing intros, no, I don't, I just genuinely just don't care enough. I just okay. want the meeting to go on with. So describe the animals, not the people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, well, like amen a, to that. If, preach it. It's like if there's a funny thing going on and everyone's laughing, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, of course totally you want visual. to know. Like someone like in one of my meetings today like, made a funny facial expression and everyone like hysterically laughed at them in right. like a nice way because yeah, they were yeah. really focused on something else. But, um, it, you know, like I could piece together that it was their facial expression, but I don't actually know. I'm like, oh, I kind of missed out on the joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But formally, no, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Nika? Um, so I've never encountered this in person either, but I have opinions that are mm -hmm. comfortable as I do with everything. Okay. Um, but pretty similar to actually what Jill said about something sunny happening in the background when it, when, it was in 2020 and when universities and stuff suddenly shifted to online, someone for their virtual background, I guess, had mm -hmm. like a picture of Hawaii or something and everyone was like making jokes about them going to Hawaii, but because I couldn't like see that it was just the background, I kind of got annoyed with the person. I'm like, wait, you're traveling during the pandemic. You went right like, <laughs> full on rage on this person and they're like, calm down. And I'm like, uh, I'm I'm the idiot. It's oh, fine. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. The equality and kind of social justice part of me, like kind of thinks, well, everyone else who's in the Zoom meeting who's cited gets to know what everyone else looks like. Mm -hmm. So I just that same right and opportunity. Um, I'm also just nosy and I want to know what people are wearing and I want to know what hair color and like how long their hair is and what style it's in and stuff. But on the other hand, and I just want to preface this by saying neither or none of these examples that I'm going to bring up are things to be ashamed of, but they're things that people like in our society are perceived as negative and people might not want to talk about it so if someone let's say is like more overweight and you can see it in their face or if they have like a lot of wrinkles or if just stuff like that it's like everyone can see it on zoom but then also i don't think they should be forced to necessarily disclose that or focus on it if they don't want to or if someone chooses to not wear makeup but is having a big like cystic acne breakout yes everyone else can see it except me but I also understand if they don't want to necessarily disclose it same mm -hmm. with like your race like it's like some people might be able to tell like what culture someone is from but they might not really want to sing that out loud so it's kind of dicey because Again, they're not things to be ashamed of. They're just natural variations in the human body and the human form. But, like, I don't know. I kind of, this is kind of where I get very confused. And I'm even trying to figure out my opinions on that. Because 
I don't know if I personally would be willing to disclose in a Zoom meeting description that I have a really bad acne breakout. Right. To be yeah. fair, I don't think people would give that much description. No. Like they pretty much just they wouldn't be like, you know, like uh, my hair is like this and I had like a pimple on my forehead and some of my hair is going gray and I probably need to color it and <laughs> there's bags under my eyes. <laughs> like most people would like they would make a joke about that, but they would never like if they were giving like uh you know during their their intro like my name pronouns and like you know describe mm-hmm. what they're looking like or wearing. Most people again like Nika because like you said like a lot of people wouldn't be comfortable pointing those like those certain things out so a lot of people would tend to just do like you know like I have brown hair it's up in a bun I'm wearing like this pink sweater and that's probably like mostly it like they wouldn't really point out that they have like acne or wrinkles or whatever yeah well I only brought this up because I was talking to someone and I was telling them like the reason why I'm I like image descriptions in zoom meetings is because I have a right to access the same information someone has but then that person Mm -hmm. said oh, then do you require people to bring up negative flaws about themselves? Oh. And no, and they kind of said it was hypocritical oh. of me. That is, that is a little, well, I mean, that, that is a little bit of a dicey one, yeah. Well, it's, it's not hypocritical of you. It's the, it's the whole idea that we're going to describe ourselves, except we're only going to describe the features of ourselves that we like, not the ones that people might consider unattractive. So then... Is there really, I don't know, like, I mean, when somebody, if I'm like attending a presentation, I I feel like maybe I'm curious what the presenter looks like and what they're wearing. But I don't know that everyone in the meeting has to describe, like that does take up a lot of time. If we, if we had all the time in the world, I'd be curious, but I'm, I'm probably not I probably only care if it's people I know also. Like if I've never yeah. met you before, I'm not going to remember that Beth had a pink shirt and Randy was wearing a blue one and so-and-so has short hair and this person wore glasses. And like, once you get to the third person, I can't remember what oh, the first one looked like. I find too, like, I don't know if this is a common thing, but for me, um, I kind of get an image in my head of someone based off of their voice. Yes. Um, Usually I'm not always accurate, but it's like it's a, something like I don't even like consciously do it. Just my brain's like, okay, that yeah. person's voice. They like this is kind of what I picture them like. Um, and I don't know if it's like something I like developed from losing my sight. I don't really know. Um, but you know, like usually I'm like I'm happy enough with my own little image in my head of that person. Right. Yes. Um, like I'm I happy. We're good. Yes. Let's go on. Totally know what you mean. Yes. Um, right. So it's like, and that's and then they say they wear me. glasses, and you're you like, yeah. no, you don't. probably like no or like you I pictured you with like brown curly hair and you have straight blonde hair like what yeah um so like it just I don't know I just I find that kind of funny you know like some it's almost like the way that our brains adapt to it in a way Mm -hmm. well you know I'm I'm basically with with Jill on this one and it's it's interesting because I think as as the only congenitally totally blind person here um I I find it doesn't do anything except drag on the meeting. <laughs> um, now if it's if it's a now if it's a cultural event or if there's something that requires like a special uh, outfit, um, that like if it, if we were at an indigenous ceremony and if someone was offering to describe the regalia, that would be amazing. Mm. Um, same with you know any sort of traditional Asian cultural event. 
um, or you know anything else where the outfit is something out of the norm, I think I would appreciate that as part of the presentation. But typically, um, the yeah, all it does is I I agree with Jill. It does tend to drag on the meeting, and if it's not all that interesting, I don't really see any need for it. Um, and as as an audio describer, that's one of the things we try and figure out as well is how to convey the information as the information that's necessary without um you know getting bogged down in the details that really aren't relevant uh i i am curious but the majority of the times i would say i'm a no as well yeah it's curious to me whether the blind community was consulted on this or if it's just something that well-meaning people just started to do um but yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I, it's not happening in most places. I think I've only been in maybe three or four meetings over the last three years where this is. I happened, think it was so. like it almost felt like it was going to be a bigger trend, and then it kind of just like died out real quick. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe people just got annoyed. It, it, di <laughs> like, it died out because people realized how much time it would take yeah. for ten people to all describe themselves. Yeah, exactly. it's like half like, an hour. Right we only there. have we only have an hour for the meeting, and right? uh, yeah, mm -hmm. cool. Exactly. Well, thank you for this conversation. I think this has been really good. And I hope that people listening will start describing their photos for us. Just Please. let us be, yeah, <laughs> let us be involved in the fun that you are posting. Um, if you are a website developer, please describe your photos and images and logos. And because there's a lot of blind people out there and we, we want to know. All the cute dogs. <laughs> yeah. don't care about the people okay just the animals just yeah. the animals <laughs> I want people are eating and drinking <laughs> yes Nika, you would that's funny awesome all right well thanks you guys for joining me for this conversation i really appreciate it yes thank you a lot of fun You've been listening to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, please send us an email to limitless at blindbeginnings.ca. Please share our podcast, like, subscribe, leave us a good rating, and join us next time. This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind or partially sighted along with their families. Music for this podcast is composed by Sean Bishop and Clement Chow. Production and audio editing by Rob Minot. For more information about Blind Beginnings and the work it does to support children and youth who are blind and partially sighted along with their families, visit us on the web at www.blindbeginnings.ca and also remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We thank you for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next time.